Hello, and welcome to Mandarin Slang Guide, MSG, the Chinese learning podcast that tastes great and probably isn't all that bad for you. I'm Josh Ogden Davis, bringing you the words and perspectives that aren't in your textbook. You probably noticed that intro was a little different from usual, and that's because this episode is going to be a little different from usual. That's right, this is a short, special, solo episode of MSG. Now, why is this happening? It's happening because I like to think of MSG as something that's useful for people who are trying to communicate every day in Chinese. And these days, what people are communicating about, largely, almost exclusively, inside mainland China, is the coronavirus. So I felt I would be sorely remiss if, at this juncture where communication is is so crucial and so important, I didn't take a little bit of extra time to give you some of the words that you're going to be hearing now that you probably haven't been hearing before, and that may relate to your health and safety, or at least to your understanding of the situation as a whole. Now, like I said, this is going to be a solo episode, and that's largely because I'm not going to be able to avoid politics on this one. A lot of the conversations happening around coronavirus are about health and about health practices, but they're also about the government's handling of the issue and on the relationship that it has to the SARS epidemic that happened previously. So I'm going to be touching a little bit on that vocabulary, and I really didn't feel comfortable asking a mainland friend to be with me on this because they might suffer repercussions. It's, uh, censorship is a real thing. I mean, I know I'm flattering myself by thinking MSG has a large enough listener base to be censorable, but still, yeah, better safe than sorry. So first, let's do a rundown of some of the words we're going to be talking about. First, we have the name for coronavirus itself, guanzhuang bingdu, guanzhuang bingdu. Uh, Then we have the word for everyone's favorite accessory right now, kouzhao, face mask, kouzhao. Then we have the word for quarantine or isolation, which is geli, geli. Then we'll talk about the word for sealing off a city, which is feng cheng, feng cheng. Then I'll talk a little bit about uh, SARS, which is fei dian xing xing fei yan, usually shortened to fei dian. And I'm bringing that up simply because it's something that people are talking about a lot, comparing it to this coronavirus. And we'll finish with the word, the official word for rumors, which is yao yan, yao yan. And I'll talk about that because rumors and the official response to rumors have played a big part in how this coronavirus situation has played out. All right, so let's get down to it. All right, first off, we have. Coronavirus, guanzhuang bingdu. Guanzhuang bingdu has two parts. Guanzhuang means crown-shaped or crownish or coronary. Anyway, it's the adjective form of the word crown, which is simply a guan or, for an imperial crown, a huangguan. So that's guanzhuang, coronary or crown-shaped. And then bingdu is virus. Bing on its own refers to illness of any sort, basically. And du is a fascinating word because du uh, can refer to poisons or toxins. It can also refer to drugs. So a lot of anti-drug campaigns have the word du in them. But bing du together refers specifically to a virus. So guanzhuang bing du is coronavirus. 
Now, usually on MSG, I like to give you some example sentences and sort of walk you through how to use it. I'm not sure that's entirely useful in the case of guanzhuang bingdu. I just want to help you recognize this word when you see it. And if you have to drop it in conversation, there it is. But it's used just like any other, uh, any other noun. And so in the interest of dropping this episode as soon as possible, I'll just skip over that and move on to the next one. Now we have the word for everyone's favorite fashion accessory, zhao, face mask, kou being mouth, and zhao being a word for something that covers something. For example, a bra is a xiong zhao, a breast covering, it's the same zhao. And that's probably why there's so many jokes about people using bras as face masks. I don't know if you've seen that, but there's a lot of pictures floating around now of uh, fake pictures, of course, of people, two people standing side by side using a bra uh, with each person using one cup as a face mask. And it doesn't work, of course. They're made entirely in jest. But I think the reason why this joke is so amusing to so many people is because uh, face mask and bra have the same jaw in them. And I'm going to dip into a PSA here for a minute about the kind of kojal that you should be using. There's lots of kinds of kojal. They're made for lots of different things. Some are made for pollution, yada, yada, yada. Some of them are good. Some of them are not good. But from all the sources I've seen, there's really two kinds of kojal that you should be getting. Uh, first and probably easiest to get is the surgical mask, yong wai ke kojal, that Yi yong, yi is the same as yi sheng, doctor. So it's doctor use or medical use, yi yong. Uh, then wai ke is surgical, wai ke. I always thought that was funny because wai means outside, but surgery is going inside somebody. I guess it makes sense. And I'm not a doctor. I'm sure it makes sense to doctors, but wai ke is surgical. And then kou zhao, of course, is face mask. So yi yong, wai ke. You could also just say or and people would get what you mean. And the other kind of face mask generally accepted to be not only generally available, but also effective against virus spreads are particulate respirators. Um, and there are lots of different kinds of these. You can identify them by the marking, by the label. Uh, N95 is the most common one, and that's a good one. That's an approved one. There's also N99s and N100s, which are just better and better, so that's fine. There's also other letters, for example, R95, R99, R100, P95, P99, P100. They're all fine. All of them just filter more things than an N95 does. So any combination of basically N, R, and P with a number 95 or higher after it is fine, but the one you're going to find is probably N95. So to recap... Having a face mask is a great idea, not only because it stops you from breathing other people's uh, virus breath, but also because it stops you from touching your face. A lot of times these viruses spread by someone touching a surface with virus on it and then touching their face, but a face mask stops you from doing that, which is another reason why it's important to wash your hands a lot after you come back, especially if you've been outside on public transit or something like that. So um, face masks are great. And the two kinds that are really going to serve you well are the surgical masks, and particle respirators in 95 or above. Now, the two most important verbs you're going to use with are dai and jai. So dai will mean to put on a so if you know that your friend has gone out to buy something or do some shopping, you can say, eh, 
戴口罩了吗 ？Did you wear a face mask? 戴口罩了吗 ？And the opposite of that is 摘口罩 ，take off your face mask. And that's interesting because we don't use 摘 for other clothes or other wearables. Like 戴口罩 ，you can 戴鞋子。戴帽子 wear shoes, wear a hat, but jai, as far as I know, is not used for other clothes. And an important thing about face masks is you shouldn't really reuse them, especially those surgical ones. They're not made for multiple use. So, 你摘口罩以后就扔了吧 After you take off your face mask, you can throw it away. 摘口罩以后就扔了吧扔 meaning to throw or throw away. 扔了吧 means suggesting you throw it away. So, 出门要戴口罩 When you leave your house, you should put on a face mask. 出门要戴口罩回家摘口罩扔掉 When you get home, take off your face mask and throw it away. 回家摘口罩扔掉 The next word is something that's at the forefront of everyone's mind and behavior right now, and it's quarantine. 隔离 Guli, guli. Under normal circumstances, just means to separate two things or to keep two things apart. Guli refers to、um, creating distance between things. So I was kind of surprised、uh, when this coronavirus, this 冠状病毒 came around. Suddenly, guli was being used、uh, as quarantine, which I didn't expect. For example, right now, everyone's being encouraged to 自行隔离 Zi-xing-ge-li. That zi-xing at the beginning means、um, self-imposed. Zi comes from zi-ji, which means the self, and xing. Oh man, xing has so many meanings and even a couple of pronunciations. It's, it's one of the most frustrating characters. But here it refers to the meaning that it has in zhi-xing, which is to implement or to execute. So zi-xing means self-imposed or self-done, self-executed. Zi-xing-ge-li. Self quarantine, and this is something that、um, is incredibly important right now. The、um, gestation period of the 冠状病毒 is 12 days. I've read on reputable sources, which just seems insanely long. So you might even have it for many days before you know that you do. That's why 自行隔离 is very important right now. You don't want to be thinking, "Oh, I feel fine, and the people around me look fine, so I'm just gonna run around and do whatever I want to do." Nope, not a good idea. 现在大城市的人都在自行隔离。That's right now. 现在 big city people, 大城市的人 big city 的 people, 大城市的人 are all. That's 都在 all are 都在自行隔离 self quarantining. So right now, people in big cities are all doing self quarantine. 现在大城市的人都在自行隔离 ，and I guess that's the silver lining of this coming around during a festival time. The economic impact of this virus is going to be huge because people aren't going to be able to go to work like they usually do. Entire industries that depend on gatherings of people, like events industries, games, sports,、uh, even public transit and tourism industries, they're going to be hit hard as long as this、uh, coronavirus is out there. And this happening at a festival has quickened the spread of it, but the tiny, tiny silver lining is、uh, no one was going to get paid for working this week anyway. So at least we get one week of free 自行隔离 before we start feeling the economic impact of it in full force. That is. That's why right now I am 在家里隔离在家里隔离 
at home in my home, quarantining. 在家里 at home, 隔离 quarantining. Our next word is the word for closing off a city. That's 封城封城封 is a word for close off. The most common way that it's used is 封闭 which means closed off. So 封城 means that you have closed off the city. It's also the same feng that's in xin feng, an envelope, a letter enclosure is a xin feng. So you would use this like a verb. For example, Wuhan 已经封城了 Wuhan has already closed off the city. Wuhan 已经封城了 And you could say Wuhan is still closed off. Wuhan 还在封城 Wuhan is still closed off. 还在封城 Or you might ask, "Will Shanghai be shut off?" Shanghai 要封城吗 And I would say, 应该不会吧 It probably shouldn't. 应该不会 Should not. Shanghai 要封城吗应该不会吧 Now, feng cheng, this process in and of itself is kind of fascinating. Right now in mainland China, a lot of people are suspicious of people who are from Wuhan, which is the city where the Guangzhou virus、uh, started, and also to people from Hubei, which is the province of which Wuhan is the capital. And the suspicion comes from the fact that the、uh, gestation period for Guangzhou virus is so long. So maybe before the city was shut off, they already left. 封城以前已经出去了。Before the city was shut off, they already went out. 封城以前已经出去了。Another thing I've been seeing on WeChat and other social media is people who have Wuhan license plates are trying to convince people that I'm not from Wuhan. I haven't been to Wuhan. I only have a Wuhan license plate because license plates in China are hard to get. Each municipality restricts the number of license plates that they're willing to give in an effort to、uh, restrict. Traffic. There's already too many cars on the roads in big cities. So people with Wuhan license plates, and you can tell by the first character and the first letter on the license plate. The first character denotes the province, and the first letter denotes which city. So the capital of a province is given A, and the second biggest city is given B. Third biggest city is given C. Fourth biggest city is given、uh, D. So if you see a license plate with a character for Hubei. With an A next to it, that's a Wuhan license plate, and it can be a legitimate concern. Like if you see a Wuhan license plate, people in lots of places are encouraged to report that to the police or to health services. And there are reports of health services showing up at people's doors and saying, "Hey, we see that you drove here in a Wuhan car.、Um, can we take your temperature?" And it seems like a scary process. And honestly, it would be if someone showed up and started monitoring my temperature. I understand why people would want to avoid that. But I think as long as Wuhan 还在封城 as long as Wuhan is still closed off, that'll be a suspicion that's floating around. Now, next, I want to talk about SARS. SARS, S A R S, is、uh, severe acute respiratory syndrome. Which sounds appropriate in Chinese. That's Fadian Xing Xing Fadian,、uh, usually shortened to Fadian. And SARS is also a kind of Guangzhou virus, and it's relevant to this coronavirus not only because it's also a Guangzhou virus, but because there were some similarities in the way that the government handled the outbreak of today's Guangzhou virus and the way they handled SARS back in 2003. 
Now, I remember being afraid of SARS when I was in the States back in the day. It was a big topic on the news for a while, even though it was largely happening in Asia. But of course, at that time, I was looking at it from the perspective of, of an American. I didn't know what the local Chinese perspective of it was. And honestly, back in 2003, I had no concept. I didn't even move to China until 2010. And that was sort of a sudden thing. So back in 2003, I had no concept of what the view might look like from over here. And that's why it's so striking to me this time that as soon as this coronavirus came out, people all over social media were drawing all these parallels between how SARS was handled then and, and how this Guangzhou Bindu is being handled now. And most of that attention hinges on the degree to which SARS was covered up when it first came out. The first case, I believe, was in November, but it wasn't reported internationally as a problem until as late as February which gave lots of time for the virus to spread, for it to be brought to other places that weren't prepared for it, weren't prepared to contain it. And that sort of well-documented tendency to try to ignore problems out of existence or to repress problems out of existence by suppressing mentions of the problem played a big part in the degree to which SARS was able to reach and ultimately kill a lot of people worldwide. Now, from what I can tell, there is a marked improvement in the government response this time, as opposed to SARS. This coronavirus was reported to the World Health Organization uh, on December 31st of last year. Now, at that time, what was reported to the WHO was several cases of severe pneumonia. Pneumonia in Chinese being feiyan, which is actually part of the Chinese word for SARS, feiyan, xingxing, feiyan, is actually a type of pneumonia, which is a relationship that doesn't exist in English. We call it severe acute respiratory syndrome. The word for pneumonia is not in there. So I didn't even know the relationship to pneumonia until I learned the Chinese word for SARS. Now, pretty soon after that, I think within a week, they discovered that uh, this was not SARS. It was not the same virus back again, but that it was a different kind of coronavirus. And really from around that point on, the flow of information about the development of the virus is much more transparent than it was back when SARS was happening in 2003. And now that's not to say that the flow of information has been perfect and that the government hasn't been trying to, or at least was not trying to, tamp down the information at the beginning, especially because there was an important government meeting to happen in the middle of the month in Hunan. And so there was a lot of pressure on reporters to not spread this information, not only reporters, but also individuals. There were threats of imprisonment and possible actual imprisonments for people who were spreading the news too early, according to the government, that this was a serious illness, a serious problem, which did delay public awareness and probably gave more time for the virus to spread. Now, you might have noticed I've been being pretty obtuse about this, and that's because there's a lot of information coming from a lot of sources, and I'm not an expert in these sources, and so I don't want to go too hard on any specific data, especially data that's, you know, trying to be covered up. But I am very concerned about the degree to which information uh, was being and is being tamped down, sort of preserving face at expense of public health and potentially many lives. And with that in mind, let's move on to the next word. And the next word is rumors, yao yan. In reading a lot of the foreign coverage of this, I see uh, articles mentioning people being imprisoned or persecuted for spreading rumors. And when you see the word rumors, almost always the Chinese word that that's translated from is yao yan. Now, this is not a word that I heard regularly before Guanzhuang Bindu became much of a deal. 
And I think that might be because this is one of the first times when I'm seeing a public health crisis of this scale with rumor or control of information uh, at the core of it. But it is the official word for rumors that could be harmful to the populace or that could cause public panic. Now, the controversial side of the word, yaoyan, comes when people are prosecuted or imprisoned for spreading things that might not technically be yaoyan. For example, there's been a few cases where people have on Weibo or on Weixin, Weibo being China's Twitter. Anytime you see any news article refer to Chinese Twitter, they, they mean Weibo. I don't know why they can't spell W-E-I-B-O. We've seen this phrase enough by now. We should know what it, anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm ranting. Uh, so people on Weibo or on WeChat, Weixin, when they mention something like, uh, there are X number of confirmed cases around where I live, even though it seems innocuous enough, that's often the specific kind of information that is being tamped down on because the government and the ruling bodies want to be the ones who introduce and control the information and control the public reaction to the information. So even though there is a lot of yaoyan out there, like people are saying, oh, in Wuhan, the people are dying on the streets and there's not enough people to pick them up and all of the law officers and all the doctors have fled and the hallways of the hospitals are filled with corpses, that's blatantly false. That is an actually hurtful and panic-inducing yaoyan. And that needs to be stopped. It's like yelling fire in a crowded movie theater, only it's like yelling SARS in a crowded China. It's, it's, it, it's dangerous. But there has also been a tendency to label anything that the ruling organs would wish you hadn't said before they did or hadn't said in the way that they would have said it. There's a tendency to label that as yaoyan. So I guess the reason I'm bringing up this word is threefold. First, you'll see it a lot, and now you know what it means. Yaoyan means rumors. Uh, second, be aware that there is a lot of yaoyan out there, and so always be careful and always double-check what you're hearing. And if it sounds apocalyptic or too horrifying to be true, it probably is. And third, be careful what you say. On Twitter, you can lie on Twitter, and it's bad, it's hurtful, but you're not going to get arrested for it. If you lie on Weibo or WeChat, it's likely that you might suffer direct consequences of that. I'm not saying that you should be afraid to say something that's true on Weibo or WeChat for fear of facing consequences. But if you do have some information that you feel is inconvenient, but that you do want to share, just be sure you're doing it in a way and for a purpose that will benefit people. All right, those are all the words I wanted to get to. So before we wrap it up, let's do a review. First, we had coronavirus, which is guanzhuang bingdu, guanzhuang bingdu. And then we had everyone's favorite facial friend, face masks, kou zhao. And you can dai kou zhao or jai kou zhao. And you want to get either an N95 kou zhao or a yiyong wai ke kou zhao. Then we had isolation or quarantine, which is ge li and self-quarantine, which is 自行隔离. After that, we had the word for closing off a city, which is 封城, 封城. And I forgot to mention that you can use this 封 to talk about closing off a road, too. Closing a road is 封路, which you can also use to say all the roads in the city are closed. You can just say 封路了. Yeah. Then we had SARS, which is 非典型性肺炎 but it's most often just called Fadian, 
and the Feiyan on the end is uh, pneumonia. And last but not least, we have rumors. Yaoyan, the official word for rumors, especially rumors that could be prosecutable. Yaoyan. So that's all the MSG we have for you today. And look, I know I talked a lot. Actually, I know I talk a lot all the time. I'm a hua lao, as the Chinese say. I talk too much. But thank you for grinning and bearing it with me today. I hope we covered some things that'll be useful to you. Now, if I got anything wrong, uh, feel free to send me an email. That's mandarinslangguide at gmail.com. Or call us out on social media. On Facebook or Twitter, just search for Mandarin Slang Guide. You can also add our WeChat, which is MSG Podcast, all one word, all lowercase. I can pull you into the WeChat group. And other than that, thanks again so much for listening. Be safe, be healthy, remember to dai kou zhao, and if you can afford to, zi xing ge li. Now because I did this special episode, there is a chance that I might not do a regular episode this week, so thanks for your understanding. And as always, 再见, 再会, 再聊, bye bye.